Chapter 6, in which Pooh invents a new game and Eeyore joins in. <clears throat> By the time it came to the edge of the forest, the stream had grown up, so that it was almost a river. And being grown up, it didn't run and jump and sparkle along as it used to when it was younger, but it moved more slowly. For it knew now where it was going, and it said to itself, Oh, there's no hurry, we'll get there some day. But all the little streams higher up in the forest went this way and that way, quickly, eagerly, having so much to find out before it was too late. There was a broad track, almost as broad as a road leading from the outland to the forest. But before it could come to the forest, it had to cross this river. So, where it crossed, there was a wooden bridge, almost as broad as a road, with wooden rails on either side of it. Christopher Robin could get his chin just on top of the rail, if he wanted to, but it was more fun to stand on the bottom rail so that he could lean right over the top one and watch the river slipping slowly away beneath him. Pooh could get his chin on top of the bottom rail, if he wanted to, but it was much more fun to lie down and get his head under it and watch the river slipping slowly away beneath him, and this was the only way in which Piglet and Roo could watch the river at all, because they were too small to reach the bottom rail. So they would lie down and watch it, and it slipped away very slowly, being in no hurry at all to get there. One day, when Pooh was walking towards this bridge, he was trying to make up a piece of poetry about fur cones, because there they were, just lying around on either side of him, and he felt singy. So he picked up a fur cone, and he looked at it, and he said to himself, This is a very good fur cone, and something ought to rhyme to it. But he couldn't think of anything, and then this came into his head all of a sudden. Here is a mystery about a little fir tree. Al says it's his tree, and Kanga says it's her tree. Which doesn't make any sense, said Pooh, because Kanga does not live in a tree. And he had just come to the bridge, and, not looking where he was going, he tripped over something, and the fir cone jerked out of his paw and down into the river. Oh, bother, said Pooh, as it floated slowly under the bridge. And he went back to get another fur cone, which had a rhyme to it. But then he thought that maybe he would just go look at the river instead, because it was a peaceful sort of a day, and so he lay down and he looked at it. And it slipped slowly away beneath him, and then suddenly, there was his fur cone slipping away too. Oh, that's funny, said Pooh. I dropped it on the other side, said Pooh. And then it came out on this side. Oh, I wonder if it will do it again. And he went back for some more fur cones. And it did. It kept on doing it. And he dropped two in at once, and then he leant over the bridge to see which of them would come out first, and one of them did. But as they were both the same size, he didn't know if it was the one which he wanted to come out first or the other one. So the next time, he dropped one big one and one little one, and then the big one came out first, which is what he had said it would do. And then the little one came out last, which is what he had said that would do. So really, he had won twice. And then when he went home for tea, he had won 36 and lost 28, which means that he was... Oh, well, that he had... Oh, you see, if you take 28 from 36... That's what he was, instead of the other way around, you see. And that was the beginning of the game called Pooh Sticks, which Pooh invented, and which all of his friends used to play on the edge of the forest. But they played it with sticks instead of fur cones, because sticks were easier to mark. Now, one day, Pooh and Piglet and Rabbit and Roo were all playing Pooh Sticks together. And they had dropped their sticks in when Rabbit said, Go! And then they had hurried across to the other side of the bridge, and now they were all leaning over the edge, waiting to see whose stick would come out first. But it was a long time coming, because the river was very lazy that day, and it hardly seemed to mind if it didn't get there at all. Oh, I can see mine, cried Roo. Oh, no, I can't. That's something else. Can you see yours yet, Piglet? I thought that I could see mine, but I couldn't. Oh, look, there it is. No, that's not it. Can you see yours yet, Pooh? No, said Pooh. I expect that my stick is stuck, said Roo. Rabbit, my stick's probably stuck. Is your stick stuck, Piglet? 
Oh, no, they always take longer than you think, said Rabbit. Well, how long do you think it will take, asked Roo. Oh, I can see yours, Piglet, said Pooh suddenly. Oh, well, mine was a sort of greyish one, said Piglet, not daring to lean too far over in case he fell in. Yeah, that's what I can see. It's coming over on my side. And Rabbit leant over further than ever, looking for his, and Roo wriggled up and down, calling out, Come on, stick, come on, stick, 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 stick. And Piglet got very excited because his was the only one which had been seen, and that meant that he was winning. Oh, here it comes, said Pooh. Are you sure that it's mine? squeaked Piglet excitedly. Yes, because it's grey. Yes, it's a big grey one. Here it comes. A very big grey... Oh, no, it isn't. That's Eeyore. And then out floated Eeyore. Eeyore, cried everybody. <laughs> Looking very calm, very dignified, with his legs up in the air, came Eeyore from beneath the bridge. Oh, it's Eeyore, cried Roo, terribly excited. Oh, is that so, said Eeyore, getting caught up in a little eddy and turning slowly around three times. Oh, I wondered. I didn't know that you were playing, said Roo. Oh, I'm not, said Eeyore. Eeyore, what are you doing in there, said Rabbit. I will give you three guesses, Rabbit. Am I digging holes in the ground? Wrong. Am I leaping from branch to branch of a young oak tree? Wrong. Am I waiting for somebody to help me out of the river? Yes, right. Give Rabbit time and he will always get the answer. Oh, but Eeyore, said Pooh in distress. What can we... Oh, I mean, what should we... Um. Well, do you think that if we... Oh, yes, said Eeyore. Yes, one of those would be exactly the right thing. Thanks, Pooh. Oh, he's going around and around, said Roo, very impressed. Why not, said Eeyore coldly. I can swim too, said Roo proudly. No, not round and around like this, said Eeyore. Much more difficult this way. I didn't really want to come swimming at all today, he went on, revolving slowly. But if, when in, I decide to practice a light circular movement from right to left, or perhaps I should say, he added as he got stuck in another eddy, from left to right, just as it happens to occur to me, then it is nobody's business except for mine. And then there was a moment's silence while everybody thought. I've got a sort of idea, said Pooh at last, but I don't suppose it's a very good one. No, I don't think so either, said Eeyore. Well, go on, Pooh, said Rabbit. Let's have it. Well, if we all threw stones and things into the river on one side of Eeyore, then the stones would make waves, and then the waves would kind of wash him to the other side. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a very good idea, said Rabbit, and Pooh looked happy. Oh, very, said Eeyore. Pooh, when I want to be washed, I'll let you know. Mm, but supposing we hit him by mistake, said Piglet anxiously. Maybe you would miss me by mistake, said Eeyore. Think of all the possibilities, Piglet, before you settle down to enjoy yourself. But Pooh had got the biggest stone that he could carry, and he was leaning over the bridge, holding it in his paws. I'm not throwing it, Eeyore, I am dropping it, he explained. Then I can't miss. I mean, I can't hit you. Hey, could you stop turning around for a moment, because it does muddle me rather. No, said Eeyore. No, I like turning. And Rabbit began to feel that it was time that he took command. Okay, now, Pooh, he said. When I say now, you can drop it. Eeyore, when I say now, Pooh's going to drop the stone. Thanks very much, Rabbit, but I expect that I shall know. Are you ready, Pooh? Piglet, give Pooh a bit more space. Get back a bit there, Roo. Are you ready? No, said Eeyore. Now, said Rabbit, and Pooh dropped the stone. And there was a loud splash, and Eeyore disappeared. It was an anxious moment for the watchers on the bridge. They looked and they looked, and even the sight of Piglet Stick coming out a little in front of Rabbits didn't cheer them up as much as you would have expected it would. And then, just as Pooh was beginning to think that he must have chosen the wrong stone, or maybe the wrong river, or perhaps the wrong day for his idea, something grey showed up for a moment by the riverbank, and then it got slowly bigger and bigger, and at last it was Eeyore climbing out of the water. 
Uh, with a shout, they rushed off the bridge, and they pushed and they pulled at him, and soon he was standing amongst them again on dry land. Oh, Eeyore, you are wet, said Piglet, feeling him all over. And Eeyore shook himself, and he asked someone, please, to explain to Piglet what happened when you had been inside a river for quite such a long time. Well done, Pooh, said Rabbit kindly. That was a good idea of ours. Oh, what was? asked Eeyore. You know, whooshing you to the bank like that. Whooshing me, said Eeyore in surprise. Whooshing me? You don't think I was whooshed, do you? I dived. Pooh dropped a large stone on me, and so as not to be struck heavily on the chest, I dived and I swam over to the bank. You didn't really, whispered Piglet to Pooh, so as to comfort him. No, I didn't think that I did, said Pooh anxiously. It's just Eeyore, you see, said Piglet. I thought your idea was a very good idea. Pooh began to feel a little bit more comfortable, because when you are a bear of very little brain and you do think of things, you find sometimes that a thing which seems very thingish inside you is quite different when it gets out into the open and has other people looking at it. And anyhow, Eeyore was in the river and now he wasn't, so he hadn't done any harm, had he? How did you fall in, Eeyore? asked Rabbit as he dried him off with Piglet's handkerchief. I didn't, said Eeyore. But then how? No, I was bounced, said Eeyore. Ooh, said Rue excitedly. Did somebody push you in? Somebody bounced me in. I was just thinking by the side of the river. Thinking, if any of you know what that means, when I received a loud bounce. Oh, Eeyore, said everybody. Are you sure you didn't just slip? asked Rabbit, wisely. Oh, of course I slipped. If you are standing on a slippery bank of a river and then somebody bounces you loudly from behind, then you slip. What do you think I did? Oh, but then who did it? asked Rue, and Eeyore didn't answer. I expect that it was Tigger, said Piglet nervously. Ah, oh, but Eeyore, said Pooh, was it a joke, or was it an accident? I mean, um, well, yeah, I didn't stop to ask, Pooh. Even at the very bottom of the river, I didn't stop and say to myself, oh, is this just a hearty joke or the merest accident? I just floated to the surface and said to myself, oh, it's wet, if you know what I mean. And where's Tigger? asked Rabbit. But before Eeyore could answer, there was a loud noise behind them, and through the hedge came Tigger himself. Hello, everybody, said Tigger cheerfully. Oh, hello, Tigger, said Roo, and Rabbit became very important suddenly. Tigger, he said solemnly. Tigger, what has happened just now? Why, just when, said Tigger, a little bit uncomfortably. When you bounced Eeyore into the river. Why, I didn't bounce him. You bounced me, said Eeyore gruffly. Why, I didn't really, I just had a cough. And I happened to be behind Eeyore, and I said, what? Why? said Rabbit, helping Piglet back up again and dusting him off. It's all right, Piglet. Oh, it just took me by surprise, said Piglet nervously. Mm, that is what I call bouncing, said Eeyore, taking people by surprise like that very unpleasant habit. I don't mind Tigger being in the forest, he went on, because it is a large forest and there's plenty of room to bounce around in it, but I don't see why he should come into my little corner of it and bounce there. It's not as if I... It's not as if there's anything very wonderful about my little corner. Of course, for people who like cold, wet, ugly bits, it is something pretty special, but otherwise it's just a corner. And if anybody feels bouncy... I didn't bounce, I coughed, said Tigger crossly. Bouncy or coffee, it's all the same when you're at the bottom of a river. Well, said Rabbit, well, all I can say is... Well, look, here's Christopher Robin, so he can say it. So Christopher Robin came down from the forest to the bridge, feeling all sunny and careless and just as if twice nineteen didn't matter a bit, as it didn't, not on such a happy afternoon as this. And he thought that if he stood on the bottom of the rail of the bridge and he leant over and he watched the river slipping slowly away beneath him, then he would suddenly know everything that there was to be known and he would be able to tell Pooh some of it, who wasn't quite sure about it. But when he got to the bridge and he saw all of the animals there, he knew that it wasn't that kind of an afternoon, but quite the other kind when you wanted to do something. Well, it's like this, Christopher Robin, began Rabbit. Tigger here. 
No, I didn't, said Tigger. Well, anyhow, there I was, said Eeyore. Oh, I don't think he meant to do it, said Pooh. He is just bouncy, said Piglet, and he can't help it. Try bouncing me, Tigger, said Roo eagerly. Eeyore, Tigger's about to bounce me. Piglet, what do you think? Yes, 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 said Rabbit. We don't all want to speak at once, do we? Well, the point is, what does Christopher Robin think about all this? All I did was cough, said Tigger. He bounced, said Eeyore. I sort of boffed, said Tigger. Hush, 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 said Rabbit, holding up his paw. What does Christopher Robin think about it all? That's the whole point. Oh, well, said Christopher Robin, not quite sure what it was all about. Well, I think... Yes, said everybody. Well, I think that we all ought to play some poo sticks. And so they did. And Eeyore, who had never played it before, won more times than anybody else. And Roo fell in twice, the first time by accident, and then the second time on purpose, because he suddenly saw Kanga coming from the forest, and he knew that he would have to go to bed anyway. And so then Rabbit said that he'd go with them, and Tigger and Eeyore went off together, because Eeyore wanted to tell Tigger all about how to win at Pooh Sticks, which you do by letting your stick drop in a kind of twitchy sort of a way, if you understand what I mean, Tigger. And Christopher, Robin, and Pooh and Piglet were left on the bridge by themselves. And for a long time they just looked at the river beneath them, saying nothing. And the river said nothing too, for it felt very quiet and peaceful this sunny afternoon. Tigger's all right, really, said Piglet lazily. Yeah, of course he is, said Christopher Robin. Yeah, everyone's all right, really, said Pooh. That's what I think, said Pooh. But I don't suppose that I'm right about that, he said. Yeah, no, of course you are, said Christopher Robin. End of chapter. <laughs>